Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's your boy, Rob Dio. Real talk, real views. Sorry for the late episode, y'all. We had some conflicts in schedule. But you know the show must the show must go on. Uh, yo, today we're going to be talking about transitions. And, Joe, you know, since this was the topic that you wanted to talk about, go ahead and elaborate to the world what we're going to be talking about today. Wait, which... which? topic are we talking about the one that we just uh, yeah, yeah the one I, we were just I mean, talking about relationships the transition <laughs> oh okay okay yeah so there you go. Ba- basically what's going on that that i felt the need to have a discussion with you guys today is transitioning when is the right time to make the move and when is not the right time to make the move to, when moving in with your significant other so a lot of people have different points of views and different ideas of when to move in and a lot of people aren't sure exactly when is the best time to move in and to be honest there's no real good timing of knowing exactly when to move in sometimes it's off faith sometimes it's off gut sometimes it's off financial stability sometimes it's off different things so what you could just what you could do is figure it out you could figure it out in different in different ways so one way that you could figure it out is if both of you guys have a conversation and come to a mutual agreement on, okay, let's see, let's see all the pros and cons, weigh all the pros and cons. Some of the pros that you guys have is splitting, is splitting the rent, splitting all the bills, keeps more money in your pocket, and it'll, be, it'll help you in a better situation. Let's say that, for example, like, like myself in one case scenario where I had to move up, and I didn't have enough money, so I decided to split the the bill, you know, with 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 one of my roommates. Oh, but that helped me save money. So mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you, Robin, when 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 you when when do you think is the best time to make that that decision? When is that when is that the best time to make that move? Me me, I personally feel when you're gonna make that move, that means that it's when you feel that you probably maybe either spending the rest of your life with this person, whether you want to marry them or not. Maybe you guys have worked something out where you're like, hey, we don't want to get married, but we just want to be together because some people don't really feel like marriage is that serious to them. They don't want to do it, but they still want to commit to each other, which doesn't make sense to me, but you know what? I ain't going to hate. <laughs> my, let, let people be people. Um, mm-hmm. For me for me and my relationship, me and uh, me and my wife, we knew that, I was going to get engaged to her at some point, which was going to be that year, uh, that next year, um, because I graduated in December of 2015, and we got engaged the next year. Uh, we got engaged the next year, and we got married the next year. So it was something that we already knew that was going to happen. We've already talked about it. Like, yo, you are cool, and you have a female driving two hours, two, two hours to go see you, while you're in college and you're broke, you ain't you ain't even got a job. You're not making any money, and she's still willing to go see you. And you you don't even have that money, but she still she still sees something special in you. She knew she knows that you're not gonna stay in that position. I was I, at that point, y'all was like, yo, this is this this gotta be it. This gotta be it right here. So when uh when we moved in, we knew our commitment levels. It was just something that we consistently talked about over the phone, and uh, mm-hmm. um the first month. I didn't pay rent, Joe. I, I, you know, yeah. I, it was kind of hard for me. I had to transition into that new job, so I just got <laughs> in. She paid rent. 
she wasn't too happy yeah. about that. <laughs> she wasn't too happy about that. And then on that point, on that day, I realized, oh, shit, I guess I got to pay. I'm going to pay that bill from now on. So what I did is I paid rent. I always paid rent. It wasn't until recently, like last year or two years ago, where I said, hey, did we go half and half because I wasn't balling like how I used to. And she was cool with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, um, we we um, the bills, it's just she paid with, you know, because because I came into a situation with uh with stepkids, you know, she already had two kids before we met, so, you know, she had her own bills, you know, with as far as like I'm not sure if it was it wasn't necessarily uh, child support, but there was money that she was given one of the her daughter's fathers to you know to help out and shit, uh, yeah. so she had to budget that she had her own thing going on, so I was like, you know what, let me take care of these bills, the electric bill the uh, rent, let me just take care of that. Let me take that burden off of you. And that's how we were kind of working together. I like, and and um, just to go back to your question, I feel like if you two come to an agreement and you guys are for each other, no matter what, through thick and thin, which which is crazy, it happens before you get married. But they, okay. they, say, that, they say that you have to get married for that to actually be official, which is hilarious. But <laughs> you have to be there for each other through thick and thin, no matter what. And you guys got to talk about it. Like, she wasn't, she didn't like to see it over $1,000 come out of her account. <laughs> Apparently, that was my situation. <laughs> me, I didn't care. And I was like, somebody got to pay rent. <laughs> somebody got to do it. So it was me. It was me. And at the time, it was eight twenty-five, and And then it grew to over 1000 when we moved into our town home. And Lord and behold, we're still waiting on the transition to a house. And that's, that's another topic that we can, you know, possibly get into about, as far as how to go about it, you know, whether you want to waste your time and get, get a loan from a bank, that's probably going to rip you off with a whole bunch of interest. You get a loan for three twenty-five, and you end up paying 350000 or 400000 if they're really greedy. <laughs> <laughs> or you can pay for the house yourself, your damn self. You get your own business. You fund it. You buy the house in cash, and then it's the end of story, you know? But, um, but yeah, Joe, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, like, when you were up here, you were working, you saved up some yeah. money, and then, uh, and, and, but you were talking to your girl that you're with now, at the time, over the phone all the time, what made you trust her when she graduated from college to, to make you want to say, you know what, I'll move in with her? What made you feel like you, um, that, that you should do that? What, what, what is it out there for the guys out there that are wanting to take that step, that, that, that leap of faith? And the thing is, you went to go join her. Most guys would say, hey, she has to join me. <laughs> so you did something unconventional. <laughs> well, so, uh, I, would, that I, would, I, would, I would say what what caused all of that. It was, well, first and foremost, like, when I was in Kansas, a lot of things were going, well, before I, was, before I moved to Kansas and I was in Miami, a lot of things were going pretty bad. So a lot of things were just not where they were. And mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I was a wreck. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't myself. I, mm-hmm. I, I was lost and I couldn't find myself. And, um, I had a conversation with you about it, and um, obviously you told me, you know, come up to Kansas and get a whole different perspective and a whole different view. So that's that was a a, a thing that I thought about, but wasn't really sure about doing. I think we had numerous conversations about moving up to Kansas, but I was just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. 
I, I was I didn't I wasn't in that mindset of moving or transitioning. I felt like I could bounce back somewhere in Miami, but pretty, that wasn't the case. I it was just one of those times where I just needed to figure out, okay, yeah, I need to go do this, and I needed and I need to get out of the the area that I was in because nothing positive was coming out. So I needed to make that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I went to Kansas and I had I had talked to I had talked to my girl now, but before we lived together and we were just having different conversations and picking each other's brains about just life and scenarios and things of that nature. So when it came to like the whole moving process of me coming to her at first, it was just me wanting to stay back in Miami because eventually I found a job in Miami. After I got everything that I got situated, I had over a thousand dollars worth of parking tickets. Um, <laughs> I had the phone bill was up to a thousand dollars. I had to pay that back. It was in collections and all that. So I all that all of that going all that thing going down. And even even much more details that can't really explain, but that's for another day. And mm-hmm. I was going through those things, so I had to make that those payments. And the thing about it was the situation with me and her, we discussed about it as far as, like, making that transition. It was just different conversations that led up to the idea of it. She wasn't, at first, to be honest, she wasn't with it. She didn't like the whole idea of me moving in with her at all because she loved her space and if you notice like a lot of people that make that sacrifice for you it's because one of what is they gotta have some type of form of feeling for you but they're giving up their comfort zone to put you in a comfort you see what i'm saying so it's giving up one it's giving up one's comfort for another comfort so having that mindset already okay i'm gonna give that up i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna you know, give up my comfort for you so you could stay here. But like I said, originally she wasn't with it. She didn't want to do it. She wanted to make she just wanted me to have my own spot and she had her own spot. And uh-huh. that's how it and that's how it was because I think in her eyes she wanted to have it to when you got until you guys are engaged or you guys are like we like we are like, you know, like some somewhere where it had a little bit more meaning because obviously we're not together at this point. So discussing mm-hmm. the moving in and not being together, you know that 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 obviously played a role. It's like you're not about to shack up with me. Like basically that was her whole entire thing. Like we're not shacking up and we're not we're not together. So no you know the history. That, not to cut you off, Joe, but I got to talk to you about the history of that word. But I'll let you continue. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, so 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 after that point, like. We had a conversation, and she and I was trying to get back into school, and I wanted to go back to my original school, which was um, St. Leo at first, mm-hmm. but then I was like, man, I just wanted a whole new fresh start because I've, I've been taking fresh starts. Once I went to Kansas, fresh start, I came back to Miami new job, big money, you know, and then after that, you know, I was like, all right, let's keep it rolling. All right, I don't I, I don't really need to go back to Leo, but maybe I should 
on a different school to have another fresh start to kick it, mm-hmm. to make it all fresh. And everything that I was touching fresh was being positive, was running through positive. Everything that I, that I was dealing with was being positive. So I was like, I'm going to leave everything that's old and just focus on new. So that was my whole mindset of, okay, I need to be in a whole different environment. Whole completely new, don't know nobody, different environment on it. So when me and her was was talking was talking about it, she was discussing, okay, if we're gonna live together, she wanted to have each of us have our own room. That was her thing. So I don't know for most people, her her idea was having her space, wanting her area, mm-hmm. wanting her little private spot because she wanted to decompress at times and, you know, chill out, you know, and not having to deal with, you know, seeing me all the time, not saying that she doesn't like me or whatever the case may be, but sometimes you just need that little space, that breather where you're just like, okay, let me just woosah, decompress, chill, vibe out, let me go to my room, lay on my bed, have my area, you know, and that's what she wanted. That's, that's something that she wanted, and I agree with it. I was like, okay. You want your own room, I can have my own room, I can decompress, I can vibe, I can chill out, I can play my game. I don't have to necessarily, you know, crowd the TV or, or put you in a in a uncomfortable spot or whatever the case is. It's just space for space for space. So it allowed you to to grow in your own individual area as well as your area. So you both were able to grow and, and develop. So I think if you got if anyone's trying to move in with somebody, it's discuss having two separate rooms. It may sound crazy, like, man, that's my girl. You want me to have a different room and that's my girl. Like, what the hell? <laughs> but it's it's growth. You're looking to build yourself. Because in order to be in a relationship and to learn from the relationship, you must first learn yourself. You must first know yourself. Because self love is the the best love. Because how you gonna how you gonna love someone else, but don't love yourself? That don't make no sense. So you have to uh-huh. learn to love yourself first in order to give love and show love to someone else. So building yourself, coming together, uh, and right now it's been pretty positive. It's been really good, you know. And I think that should be an idea of, of when to, to to do it. If you're thinking of move of moving in with someone, you should have a tutu. I think that'll be ideal to do that. Oh wow. That's crazy because for me, me and my wife, we we uh man, we were both in the same room, man. It was a two bedroom. <laughs> Her uh my stepdaughters needed their own space. So I was in a situation where that wasn't an option. <laughs> was yeah. not an option. So um but I would say when you Yeah kids do play a big factor in that. Oh my, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I, yeah but um, I got to get to to the term shacking up. I always wanted to know what the fuck is that word? Where did it derive from? Who created it? You know, and why are people abiding by this lifestyle? So I did some research on that word last night, and it came from a woman in England. Her name is Peggy Olson, a Catholic mother. And mm-hmm. mind you, this is back. Man, what year? Man, what year did she come up with? Was it 1800s or something? 1800s? Uh, no, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember the year. 
looking for the year when this came out, but this is when people started, I think in the 1960s, I believe. But yeah, this woman named Peggy Olsen, a Catholic mother in England, her daughter decided to move in with this guy before they got married. And that's where the term came up, shacking up, because in her opinion, she was, she was a Catholic woman who came up with this whole idea, you're living in sin. You shouldn't live with no man. And you know what's crazy? The research shows uh, in, the, uh, in 1960, 439 American couples lived together, and then, um, and then it only raised to 523 by 1970, and by 1980, there's 1.5 million couples uh, living together. And today, it's 7.5 million. So... Um, well, that's, be, just, that's just, before getting married? Yes. So oh, okay. it's not something new. Like, bro, that term came from some woman from fucking England. She's not black. She's fucking white. <laughs> you and her do, like, because I, I always wanted to know, like, why were people so against it? Because what it does is that it interferes with your relationship because you're so fucking busy thinking about what people are saying. Now you're on edge. And then you're going to go into this attitude like, well, 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 maybe we're not supposed to be doing this anyway. What the fuck? Their story isn't your story. You know what I'm saying? I should have the fucking right to live with my woman if I want to. And, you, and then there's no surprises by the time you're married. Now you know what to uh, um, expect. You, you know what's going to happen. You know their tendencies. Imagine this. Your marriage, you, you're, 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 you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend. Everything's good, jolly and Andy, whatever. Then you, you pop the question. You guys have never lived together. Now, all of a sudden, when you guys finally live together, you guys have the same room. You realize how disgusting she is. She doesn't clean nothing. You're the one who's clean. She doesn't care about bills. All of a sudden, you're like, what the fuck? Bad money management? These are all things that you could have seen already had you lived with them. Like my wife, she did this before we, while we were boyfriend and girlfriend. She told me to leave um, my job. I was working at Arby's at the time. She was down depressed, and I was like, uh, babe, what's going on with you? She was like, I need your help. I need you to come stay with me for the summer. I was like, huh? Mine, I just got this job at Arby's. I'm feeling myself, kid. Had a nice checkable 324. I used to think that was a lot of money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was pathetic. I was pathetic, but, I mean, have some, have some mercy on me, bro. I was in a small town. You know what I mean? Like, yo, have some mercy on me. But anyway, I thought that shit was a lot of money. And, and then I'm, I'm, I got this going on. My manager likes me. Okay, the money's rolling in. And then all of a sudden, your girl calls you up and says, hey, can you come stay with me? Um, I need some help up here. Okay. Shit. I was like, fuck. All right. So I went up there. Um, I dropped everything that I was doing. By the way, let me tell you how this happens. When you love somebody, first of all, I had to go see her. I could see the hurt in her eyes. She got herself in a little bit of a financial bind. Me? I don't even know if I could help her, but, you know, me as a man, this is what we do, Joe. We give it a shot. And we go into this mentality like, well, we don't fix this. That's what we do as men. We fix things. <laughs> we fix it. So I go up there, just off a leap of faith. Um, um, uh, I, saw, I went to go talk to her landlord. She was in this situation where she was about to get evicted. The lady wanted to boot her out. I told her, hey, I'll give you a certain amount of money every single week. Let's not, let's not boot her out. We need her to have somewhere to stay. And my personality helped her out in that situation because for some reason when the landlord heard me talk, you know, she was like, okay, um, I got you. So I got a job as a mover. I was getting tips, you know. 
And every single time I got paid, Joe, I gave the lady. Every single time I got paid, I gave this lady. Uh, sorry, y'all, for we out hearing my daughter in the background. But anyway, I give um, I gave her two hundred dollars a week, Joe. And because I gave her two hundred dollars a week, she stopped the whole eviction process. But then it was about time for me to go back to school, right? After the yeah. two months. So um, uh, the lady said, okay, you got to bounce now. The 200 is not working. So we cleaned the whole place up. I cleaned the whole place up, actually. So then that's when I saw, oh, shit, I might be the clean one here if we end up going the distance. <laughs> that's what I was like, what's going on? Like, man, I was like, oh, we're going to have to work on this. We're going to have to work on this. I can't be the only one cleaning now. But anyway, she, we thought, I thought that that lady put it on my wife's record, but guess what? She never did. You want to know why she said she, she didn't do it? She said, you left the house clean. It made me have some mercy on you. You believe that? That's crazy. Just, yeah, it's, 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 it's unbelievable, man. But I want to say this, though, man. The com- the, you guys always got to have conversations. That communication is big, man. Let me tell you, Joe, like when you guys finally – if you guys end up getting serious and actually getting married and you guys are like, yo, you want to be together forever and now it's the next level, you guys are in the same room together, you guys are laying in the same bed together, uh, you don't want to go to sleep mad at each other. It's not healthy. Um, and, and that's a conversation you guys should have before you take that step. Like, oh, okay, we, we ready. Let's, let's be in the same room. Okay, how are we going to handle situations when we're mad at each other? How are we going to handle the uh, yelling matches? Maybe we're yelling at each other. Maybe you're that couple, you scream, she screams, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you guys going to do to calm down? How are you going to stop it before it just escalates? What are you going to do if you have the police call on you? What's happened to us? <laughs> because your neighbors are like, man, fuck, these people keep screaming. Like, probably my white neighbors. <laughs> they were probably mad. So, and I had the police banging on the door. Hey, sir, there's been a disturbance in the neighborhood. They keep saying you two are arguing. Yeah, because we have to go through them growing pains. I know you guys are in separate rooms, but there's this, I want to say there might be um, something that needs to be resolved between you two, but it will never be resolved if you guys still remain in separate rooms. It's just something that I've noticed when, it, when, me, and, when me and my wife first moved in together. I'm like, bro, it was oh, oh my God. I got it, man. Like it, the transition, it's not gonna be easy, and 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 it's okay if it's not easy, and it's not the end of the world if it's not easy. You can overcome it. <laughs> it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of communication. Like for me, just to share even more of of our story, like she didn't like it when I cleaned up, and I took something that she had on the ground, and then she asked me for it, and I didn't remember where I put it. She got so mad. I mean this. I mean, she was screaming and cursing me out. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing about this? Like, I was like, man, I thought I, I'd get some kudos, man. I'm over here cleaning up. But for some reason, it gets you mad that I don't know where, where, where I put your stuff. I'm sorry, man, but I thought I'm doing a good deed. But it was a good deed. But if I don't know where her stuff is, all of a sudden, it's not a good deed. <laughs> so now, here's what I learned. Okay, if I'm cleaning the house now, whatever she has, I have to put it in a, in a, in a good spot. You know, I got to put it in a spot where I remember. And so um, so, uh, so now just to prevent those arguments, Joe, I have to remember, like, I, I put everything in a spot. I'm like, oh, here's, here's all your things. I put it all in one spot because I don't want to forget. And I don't yeah, want to hear her get mad at me. That's, that's something that um, a lot of, a lot of um, 
significant others deal with as far as like when men do clean up mm-hmm. <laughs> putting themselves in certain areas and they're trying to figure out like hey why did you put this where'd you put this where'd you put that you know some some you know some significant others take it a little bit differently than most and some others like mm-hmm. some people just start yelling and going crazy and start screaming at you some will just be calm and just all right thanks for cleaning up and realize what's going on but you know that, that that's that's just how it is in life. But um, I wanted to discuss something a little bit different. All right, so mm-hmm. basically, what what I was gonna ask is that all right. So for the people that are just finishing out high school, you know, young puppy mm-hmm. love, wet behind the ears, breath smelling like summer life, right? The young puppy <laughs> love, right? Uh-huh. They just they are going into college, right? They're doing they're they're trying to get into that transition of okay, maybe I'm trying to get uh-huh. serious with my maybe I'm trying to get serious with my girl, maybe I'm not. I know going to college there's gonna be a lot of temptation. There's gonna be temptation on both ends from both sides. It's just keeping one in it. So there's gonna uh-huh. be both there's gonna be temptation from both ends both sides. So they're thinking about possibly living together or or being in that dorm room together. How the what about that dynamic? Should should they be sleeping in each other's dorm room? Should they just stay separate? Should they just only meet up at the, you know, in specific times? Like, what what do you think about that that situation? And well, for, the, and and and, and, a, and in, in a different scenario, as far as like people that haven't even started college and and they're in a relationship, and then they finally decide to start college after high school, after two years, three years, things of that nature. And they decide to get a place together. Should mm-hmm. should you know? And then and they decide they go to the same school. Should they get a place together, or should they or should they find a separate place? Uh, so, um, just just to answer the first question. Yeah, I would. High school is very very risky, just because of the simple fact that for some people when they go to college, they go to another state or another city. And they're far away from their parents, so now they have that freedom, and they want to mm-hmm. explore that freedom. So, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I prefer if you a senior in high school and you're uh, single, and the girl is single, because you gotta get the singleness out of your oh, system. So, so basically, don't even get it. Don't even be in a relationship once you're done. Well, uh, is that no. what you're saying? Yeah, because you're not gonna get used to that temptation. Mm. You're used to seeing a couple girls in your little small high school class. Because when you go to college, you realize, man, dog, there's way more girls in this class than there was in my high school class. Like, and they're everywhere. And the thing is, you have to, you have to, uh, you have to, um, you have to find that balance of maturity where you don't want to go so crazy or you, you're, you're not so thirsty. <laughs> like, yeah, it was good, it was good, girl. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Because uh, if you don't know how to, sip on a cup and you're a guy, you know what I'm saying? Like drinking um, and you're not so thirsty. Uh, and you and if you don't know how to control your thirst and you're, and you're in a relationship right, in, a, um, right out of high school, on. right? And you, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I know, right? To quench your thirst. I know, man. <laughs> That's just literally the truth, kid. I promise what you, Because I remember, no. I... I came out of high school single, man, and so go, like going into my freshman year, um, I'm just checking out the girls. Like, yo, these 
damn, you know what I mean? Like, yo, these girls are fire. So I see, I wasn't with anybody, but I was trying to get with somebody. But at the time, she got a job, so she she was feeling herself. She thought she was all that. And um, and then she forgot about me, and we had something good going on. Man, I took the girl out to get some ice cream. You know what I'm saying? First oh, date, got a little bit of money. Uh, you doing, you know? <laughs> doing the, the, the little stuff. You was doing the, the, the T-Bag guy. Yeah, yeah, the T-Bag guy, yeah. Shout out to all the haters yeah. that listen to this podcast. We, you know, we Aisha, <laughs> Shelly, Uba, Mlavi. Real talk, Yeah, but yo, I, I, uh, um, yeah, so I got us some ice cream. We had a nice little bomb, you know, kissed one time on the lips. I'm like, okay, we about to go somewhere. But when she got the job, she completely dropped me, bro. Completely forgot about me. Completely forgot about me, kid. And I had to go through that. And that was my first heartbreak. That was my first heartbreak. Well, what if I'm going out with a girl, Joe, who's, in another, who's back in, my, in our home state, and I'm in another state. I'm not seeing her. And, and then you got all these guy friends who are like, yo, man, fuck her. Fuck her, man. She, what, she, she ain't going to know what you're doing up here. Keep that shit a secret. Now you're tied down to something that's over there. Now you're not quite as loose. <laughs> you're not quite living your experience being away from your parents and being in college. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're restricted. You're like, okay, I gotta, go, I gotta come home at a certain time. I have to be on the phone with her constantly, but there's, you know how college is. There's a lot of shit going on. You wanna be involved, you wanna go to the football game, you wanna go to the basketball team, you, you wanna have the college spirit. But how can you have it if you're tied down in a relationship? I feel like that's a big mistake for any guy coming out of high school. You don't wanna be in no relationship. If, you, if you're with her for a long time, make sure y'all go to the same school. That's the best thing that I could, would recommend. If you still wanna be with your high school sweetheart, go to the same school. But the whole separate school shit, Oh, man, you're going to get tempted. You're going to be weak and pathetic. You're going to listen to your little college friends that tell you, hey, get a drink, get a drink. You see somebody who's sexy. She's a girl. She's drinking. You All of a sudden, you look sexy to her. She looks sexy to you. Next thing you know, you're kissing her. You wake up. She's laying next to you. Now you got a story to tell your, your girlfriend back at home. <laughs> you done <laughs> fucked up. You done fucked up. <laughs> I, it's, this, this is literally the college life. <laughs> Oh my God! Especially when you're a freshman, you you know what I mean. You've been there. We both have been there. We graduated from college, right? Oh, yeah. That's literally how it is. That's literally how it is. I say anybody that 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 uh gets in a relationship and they're um I mean that's in a relationship and they're in um and they go in with each other their first year of uh, college, pretty big mistake. I think you should go single as a freshman. And I'm trying to remember the second question that you asked me. Oh, the, oh second the, the second question was, let's say, um, so after being in, in uh, after graduating from high school, two, three years, you know, you guys, um, the two are in a relationship after two, three years, two or three years, they haven't started, they haven't um, started high um, college yet, so they're together, mm-hmm. but then now they're, okay, let's make that transition to go into college. Should they, after two, three years now, should they live together? Or should they be, or should they uh, uh, live separate? Uh, I think they should live together. The reason, the reason being, you want to go through those fires and storms together. Um, because think about it. Even when we're not living together, it's almost like we are living together. How often does the man come over? <laughs> or your girl yeah. comes over, like practically all the time. Hey, you're going to be in my face all the time. I'm going to be in your face all the time. It only makes sense. Let's just live together. Let's go through all of our bullshit because think about it. You have an out. If you two are arguing at, at her crib, she pisses you off. You're not going to fix the situation. You're just going to run back to your place. 
But I tell you what, though, it's another demon. It's another demon. It's a whole other demon to uh, not be able to run away from her, and she's right there, and you have to solve the situation. <laughs> like, yo, you can't just go home and it's just peaceful. She's right there. Yeah, you can't but, avoid it. But, but I'm gonna I'm 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 challenge you on this. What about what about the fact that if they are in in, in a separate place, you don't you think that they'll have less fighting due to the fact that if you're in a separate place and you get into that into that confrontation, you could just go to you could just go to your place. You could just go to your to your place and just vent and relax and calm down. And he can go to this place and relax and calm down. And they could and they could decompress. And once they decompress and realize, wait, what the hell are we fighting for? That could be a realization too. That's what I, that, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. here. I hear what you're saying, but if you live with them, it could let you know if you're wasting your time or not. <laughs> oh I mean, man, it could. I mean, yeah, that is. My wife's story. She moved in with somebody, right? I can't lie. Maybe in this instance, she could have done what you said. They could have had separate places. But here's the thing. This man was still going to do what he was going to do, whether they had separate places or not. So she moves in with this guy, a big dude. He starts physically abusing her. He's beating her up. She's 18. She's like, this is new to me. What is this? You see this happen to pe- women on TV. You're like, no, this doesn't happen to me. This is not supposed to happen to me. So now she's getting uh, um, um, beat up. And it didn't matter if she would have went to her place. Abusers usually follow her. Like, where do you think you're going? Who are you about to tell? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this shit, shit's horrible, man. So um, I say move in with them because now you could really get to know them on a serious, intimate level. Now you see how, how, why, how does this person, why does this person move the way that they move? What are they putting in their head? You'll probably realize, yo, she's on the phone 24-7. And she's on, on, on the phone fucking scrolling up and down goddamn Facebook. Then when she gets done with Facebook, now she's doing the same bullshit on Instagram. Right? And, mm. and I'm trying to talk to her, and I'm trying to build the communication, but it's not working because she's so busy on the phone. That was the problem that I had with, with my fiancé. But I think, I think she was my wife at the time. I think Steph was my wife at that time. But we were arguing about because I never noticed how much she was on the phone until I lived with her. Like, yo, we would be talking, and she would not be paying attention. She would literally be on her phone, and I'll never forget. I grabbed it, and I threw that shit. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking talking to you, man. Like, mm. when, you, when you live with them, there's an advantage that you have. I can't lie. Even though you're living with your girl, it's still cool. But for people that are, like, separate, communication is crippled. You see what I'm saying? It's crippled. Yeah, you can talk on the phone, but if you just dip and bounce in, in front of her face, what makes you think you're going to pick up the phone and call her up or even text her? You're like, man, you know what? I'm just going to blow it off. Whatever. Whatever. She'll get to me when she gets to me. I got my own spot. You call your homeboys. You already forget about your girl. Just like that. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's a love that needs to grow and relish with inside you so, you're, so your commitment to one another gets elevated to a whole other level once you guys do get married. That's that that um that's that's why I would say I would say move in with each other and then on top of that you guys can talk about one of the biggest things that that couples break up from money and sex. What if you move in with your girl and um you notice yo what's what's going on with that what's going on with the with with the ass game here? You got a nigga calling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got a nigga cold or vice versa. Yo, girl, I've seen women. That I've met personally, some of my homegirls in college just say, "Yo, 
your boy ain't giving me no dick, and it's getting me mad. I met a guy who personally said, yo, my stamina's too long. I don't like fucking. I don't like giving, I don't like making love to my woman because I last too long. Well, I was like, think about something else. Come on, man. Like, it's, yeah, because his girl was complaining to me. He just doesn't give me enough dick. Or, like, yo, it's crazy. <laughs> or, or, is he talking about he lasts too long. The pussy could be trash. Like, that's just, that just could be it. Like, the pussy just could be trash. Like, I'm pretty sure it's trash. I've seen it. I looked at the face. It is trash. That's what I think. Oh, <laughs> come, oh come on. Oh, come on. We, come on. I, I know I went there, but you fucking just took that shit over. <laughs> Jesus the Christ. Is, and I think he's trash, too. I'm not, I'm not about to tell any of my black <laughs> girls, yo, look at this guy. You want some of him? I guarantee you they'll be like, hell no. The man smokes cigarettes all day. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> you think that guy has a good dick game? And he's munching on cigarettes all day? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> he's not even in shape. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's crazy, Joe, but that communication just needs to, it needs to get there. And when you live with her, you get to find out what her love language is. You know, and that's the book that I really highly recommend. Most couples read. You got to read that, dog. What does your girl like? What What does your girl girl consider like? Yo, he has to do this. This makes me so happy when he does it. You know, for my wife, she loves quality time. She loves it when I when I tell her, "Hey, babe, I'm about to put this uh this um oh my god, what's the word that I'm looking for? Just what do they call the damn things, Joe, to cover somebody? Oh yeah, when I blindfold her and I take her out on a date." I remember I used my entire chest from FedEx at the time. Um, and I took it to a nice, yeah, a nice restaurant over here in KC. It was what called about the, the bills, buddy? What about the bills? Woo. Uh, we used it with her, uh, with her student refund check. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the whole one yep. <laughs> yep. That's, what, that's how we gambled the whole hey, I know. That, hey, that tax, hey, that tax refund check was clutch. That thing was clutch. Whenever that tax refund check came in, man, felt like I was a million dollar millionaire. Like I, I was just like, man, <laughs> I got money. Just to give the money. Just to give the money yeah. right back to. The just to give money. it right back to to, yep. to to these people, Jesus Christ. But um, I think um, the blindfold thing, no, nah, that shit don't work out. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked for me. It just depends uh, on your woman. Like, it just depends yeah, it really on your woman. woman. Um, I think more more than not, like. As far as like for my girl, she likes more massages, like she likes those type of things, like bag massage, foot massage, things of that nature. She likes stuff like that. Um, oh, mm-hmm. um, quality times. I think every girl wants quality time. I think that's you know a, a girl thing. Like I could literally sit here and watch ESPN, and she'll just want to just lay up under me, and, and that's her very that's her way of saying she had quality time with me. I think that's crazy. But yo, that, that's the that, same that, way my like, wife is. Like that's 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 really, that's really what it is. Like I can literally just be watching something on TV and she'll be on the. I'm like, yo, what are you, what are you doing? Like I just want to lay here. Like, all right, well, and I, <laughs> I just start watching, <laughs> just start watching whatever I was watching because I'm in the game or I'm, I'm playing 2K or whatever I'm doing. But that's a, that's a way of like, okay, this is quality time. So yeah, quality time is just like stuff like that that she like doing. So I mean. Yeah, that's that's just one of those things. You see, you see how you transition to that. Like, yo, that's that right there is is big. Ask yourself how many guys are taking that step. 
You know, some guys are like, man, are you crazy, man? I'm not, I'm not about to spend money for me. I do both. I'll spend money for the quality time or I'll do the quality time for free at the crib. Whatever I got to do. She likes it when I get up in the morning and I make her breakfast and I bring it up to her in the bed. Or she comes downstairs and it's ready for her and we sit down and we talk. She likes that kind of stuff. It's crazy. It's, just, it's crazy. But I had to have an open mind to figure it out. And I had to use both of my ears to listen. A lot of guys want to fix, but they don't listen. You can't fix if you don't know what you're fixing. <laughs> you got to listen. Like, there's a lot of guys, they like to just hear themselves talk. Their girls are trying to get a point across, and you're like, man, you're being a bitch, you're being a bitch, blah, blah, blah. But they, and their girls just told them the point, but he wasn't listening. <laughs> or a woman. There's women that are guilty of this. The man's telling you what he needs you to do, but you keep on ignoring him, and you don't even want to admit that you're wrong. <laughs> so now he doesn't even know if you really are really about it because, yo, it takes a real woman to admit I'm wrong. I don't know what happened in the – I don't know if it's all communities, but I'm just speaking for towards the black community. I don't know when females just felt like it's, it, it makes you less of a woman if you can't tell your man that you're wrong. I don't know who the fuck said that that's okay. <laughs> if I have to admit when I'm wrong, you should have to admit when you're wrong. It's not a fucking big deal, and we can move forward together. You hear me? Together. Because if I keep telling the truth and I keep admitting that, I, that, 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 hey, I messed up, I'm moving forward, but I'm moving forward alone. But if you tell me I'm moving, like, hey, um, I'm admitting things and we're both admitting when we're both wrong together, guess what? I hold your hand, you hold my hand, and we move together forward. <laughs> you should be joking. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm doing the movements over here. You know, I can't wait till we can get a video and people can actually see us and 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 and, and how we uh how we talk. But yeah, and and, and another thing that I was going to mention to you, also living together and you guys split bills down the middle. I like how you say that. Now you can kind of see where's your girl's mind at financially. How does she handle money? Does she blow it on bullshit or does she pay bills first then, you know, splurge and have some bullshit fun, whatever? You you know what I'm saying, like. So for some girls, woo, they get caught. Like, hey, babe, um, we, we we didn't even buy groceries, and you just spent $200 on doing your hair. Um, I think food's more important than your hair right now. Oh, no, I had to get my hair done. What? Huh? What? Now, now there goes an argument right there. <laughs> you know, I, these are all examples of arguments that I've, that I've seen and I've heard over the years from my whole voice. <laughs> or you're that guy who sucks at managing money, but you like to – you pounce your chest, talk about, oh, I'm the man. Let me take care of this. Let me be the provider, blah, blah, blah. And then you, yo, yo, you get your check. Your girl gives you her money, right? And you don't pay a single bill with it. You go find some bullshit. You go to the fucking casino, talk about, yo, I wanted to double up the amount of money I just had. And you blew all the money you were supposed to pay um, bills with. You're going to go to the fucking casino. And then you wonder why her respect for you is low. <laughs> mm. Yeah, damn. So, you know, you got to show her what you're smart at. Let her know. Um, yeah, hey, this is this money right here is going to build. This money right here is going to investment because I want us to have, you know, more money. You know, women like to – one thing that makes women happy is when they see money in their account. They love seeing yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's something that they, they love to see. Uh-huh, because if there's no money in the account, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to be happy. They have to see money. Yeah, well, yeah, Joe. Um, so, how do you guys? 
how do you guys handle money in your situation, Joe? Because you just turned 26, um, and, and your girl, isn't your girl uh, 22 or 23? No, I think 24, right? 24. Yeah. So, yeah, for, for, for young, for, for another couple that's around the same age group as you guys, dog. How do you guys, how did the whole topic of money ever come about before you even moved in with her, or did it happen when you moved in with her that you guys just discussed? Hey, here's 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 how we're gonna handle the money situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay this. You're gonna pay this. Um, here's how we're gonna save. Did you guys have a conversation about that, or how how would you recommend um, couples to go about that? I mean, there's different there's different like, we have different conversations about it. There's um, as far as like saving, um, we don't really. I'm not gonna say we haven't talked about it. We talked about it, but there hasn't been a a good and we're we're not in a good enough state financially. Like, okay, let's try to save because what we're going through right now in this type of time right now is kind of difficult. But before that, before that, I would I I would we would pay half the rent. She mm-hmm. will pay. We'll split everything down the middle, right? So yeah. whatever whatever was left would go to whomever. Whatever you had left, you would it would go to you. So we would save based off. Our our paycheck and not necessarily together because you know we're not in a situation like you how it's you and your wife and you guys got kids and things of that nature so it's a little bit different than than me and her because yeah we're um we're together but we're not in that situation so we stay with what we have in our account individually so it's like mm-hmm. she has her she has her saving ways and I have my saving ways. But it just takes a strong individual person to be like, okay, let me save what I have. And she's going to be like, let me save what I have. So it's not necessarily, like, worth going about it together in the same way of how we're saving. But we are kind, but we kind of are, if it makes sense. Because we're not talking about, okay, this is how I'm saving and how are you saving. Like, we just know that we're both saving, but we're not saving together. We're not combining our money together. But uh-huh. I mean, we. But if it does come about, like when someone, when someone else is in a little, you know, trouble, we do come out of whatever pocket and we help and we help each other out with that. Uh-huh. Right. So everything gets split down the middle as far as bills. That's how we kind of came up with it. All the all the essential bills get split down the middle. Um, whatever you have left, you could save. The expenses, I. I get the groceries for the most part, um, but she kind of like chimes into different things as far as like getting her hair done, nails done, and you know if she wants to go out to eat and things like that. But I still have that. I still have the extra funds. So whatever extra funds I have left, I tend not to save it, or you know I buy whatever for myself and I take care of myself, or I take care of her. I do something special for her, like. Every two months, like, for me, I'll go to Pandora and get her a charm. You know, like, I'll do that. Things of that nature. Like, that's what, I, that's what I would do. That's what I did for her to make her feel, you know, make her know, like, I still, like, I still cherish you. And here's a charm that shows how much, you know, you mean to me throughout these two months. I like that, man. That's crazy. I went over there to... Uh, my wife from uh hold on real quick 
But I was saying, Joe, I, I went over to that same store to get my uh um my wife some stuff. Oh Pandora. Oh you got a I, I got her I got my girl a a bracelet. I got her chains. I got her uh earrings. I just didn't get her a ring, I can tell you that <laughs> I didn't get her a ring. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, got her got her all that stuff. I mean, not, not not ready for for and Poppy were together before Poppy decided. Oh, my God. 17 yeah, never, years, I don't think anybody could talk that. They're just too skeptical-ass <laughs> people, kid. No, nah, there's some people right now that's, there's some people right now that's the same way. I don't know. Mm. I haven't found that yet in our generation. I don't know who that who that is, but damn, dog, that's crazy. I mean, Andy almost came close. Well, actually, Andy didn't, but seven years? Shit, he, he's pushing it, but you but you see that stuff you were saying that you did, you you did some nice things with your girl. Let her know, hey, we, I'm making money, but I'm not forgetting about you and what we gonna do together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does that? You know how some people try to say, ah, oh, man, that's like that's punk shit. Me and you what you mean that's punk? Your girl. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, like this people, yeah. Girls, yeah, that, I mean, there's some people that's like that, but then again, it's just like, man, like, let's be real, like, do you want somebody else to do it for your girl? Come on. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, like, I yeah, like it's some punk, it's some punk, I guess it's some punk shit, but if somebody else do it, I guess they're punk. Because mm. they, mm. they just took your girl from you. So that means you're punk. somebody right now. Ooh, you're talking I'm to somebody. Not, somebody need to hear that I'm, shit. No, Nick. I'm I'm just saying, man. Like you gotta, like you gotta, yeah. You know, you know, girl. You know, whatever the case may be with with your girl and things of that nature, and you feel like you you being a little a little a little bitch or whatever the case may be. But that's not the case, man. Like you gotta treat your girl sometimes, man. You gotta take care of her. You gotta show that you that you really appreciate her and you value her and you value what she brings to the table. My mm-hmm. question now. Vice versa now, I ain't going to just get on the fellas and all that stuff. You girls got to showcase and show the appreciation. Yet, I ain't talking about fucking and riding and all that good shit. No, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's already part of the package. What comes out is appreciation. <laughs> it was appreciation and showing and showcasing, showcasing a different side, a, a, a heartfelt emotional warmth side, you know, whether it's gifts, whether it's poetry, whether it's taking them out, whether it's just showcasing something else, something that he would look at and say, man, I value that so much, and she knows that I'm going to value that. And you got to take that, and you got to push it into him mm-hmm. or push it into her and, and showcase the, the, the emotional and mental appreciation that they that they showcase to, to you. You just gotta keep. You just gotta keep them. You gotta keep them on their toes. You gotta keep them surprised. You gotta keep them happy. You gotta keep them together. You gotta. You just gotta mm-hmm. have so much surprises and and love and and everything. Like that's what you gotta do. You gotta do which that. brings me to this. Which brings me to this next question, dog. Um, I know we listen to uh um all in smoke or up in smoke or whatever uh um all Matt the smoke and, all the smoke. My bad. Yeah, all the smoke. All the smoke. So. I don't know if you remember Shannon Sharp basically saying that every single woman that he was with, because I've always wanted to know, how come somebody like Shannon Sharp or a smart black man like him, how come he's not married? What, what, what happened to him? And then, and then, I, and then I realized why. 
every single woman that he was with, he said, hey, I'm just letting you know you're coming in second place. My NFL career comes first. Um, and I, you know, me, I was like, ooh, I'm not with you there, buddy. Sorry. Not with you there, dog. Uh, what do no. you mean? What you talking Because some of those women, he got them pregnant. Uh, your career came first. It looked like that came, came that come came first to me. <laughs> uh, so you you say mm. that you want to say that you want to say she came second, but it looked like she came first to me because you decided to get her pregnant. But I mean, I just I mean, but go ahead. You got you got to remember he's he's an NFL he's an NFL athlete. So regardless of whatever the case may be, he's an NFL athlete. He's gonna get bitches. One hundred percent. It don't matter what it is from the mm-hmm. offensive lineman, defensive lineman, the quarterback, the running back, the wide receiver, the tight end, even the goddamn kicker getting bitches, man. They're getting bitches. If you in the damn NFL, you getting bitches, you making millions. You getting bitches, no matter, you gonna get them. That's it. You gonna get these girls. You gonna get you gonna get these women. These women are gonna flop. They're going to. So he's gonna be in that situation regardless. But he was just letting whoever he was letting he but he was being honest. And you gotta respect honesty. Just be honest. Yo, Don't get a present. Don't he's get a present. That's all I'm saying. But how all I'm saying it's it's hard it's hard. He could get them pregnant, but his but he's gonna tell you, listen, my priority is still the NFL now. Still the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's been, he just oh, yeah. he dissed on his kids. He dissed on a lot of his kids. He didn't want any of his kids to tell him, you know, he's talking about I missed this and missed that because I wanted to train. He gave he gave uh the NFL a hundred percent, but he couldn't give his fatherhood a hundred percent. I disagree with that. But see, but see, that's that's what you're looking at is you're looking at you're looking at it one sided because you're just saying, oh man, he he ain't do nothing for his kid. He do, he's trying. He was he was just fully dedicated to his craft, and that was it. Which is bad. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. That is bad. You should you should be able to <laughs> get. You should be able to give and take. You should be able. No, you should 100% be able to give and take. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he was focused on what he was doing. He was trying to be the best. 100% the best tight end in the game. He was trying to work, put every work at the end, play everything, and whatever was in his way, he was going to block it because that's all he knew growing up. He wanted to provide for his family. That's all he wanted to do was provide for his family. He didn't, see, he didn't look at anything <laughs> else as something of value, believe it or not. That's, that, I mean, you can say, okay, he had his kids, but he not, but he just wanted to make sure his family Seven. was good. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all he. That's all he wanted to do. He wanted to make sure financially he he was good and financially and, and physically and mentally he was prepared for the for the for the brutal sport of the NFL. And that's all he was trying to do. But here's, here's what he I'm saying, Joe. You, you're right, Joe. You have a lot of good points. I can't lie. You make a lot of good balance points. But I'm just saying, um, if you get rid of one problem, which is the money situation, okay, now we're solved. Um, okay, what's your excuse now to to not be with you? I, I just I just don't want somebody to look at what he said and they'll be like, that's why I work so hard. But everyone wants to get mad at me. This one's the same. You chase the money so hard, you all of a sudden you're not holding the hands of the people that supported you the whole way. You're burning the bridge. But yeah, burning. I mean, burning, burning, burning. 
Gotta be careful. But on the pod, but on the podcast that he was talking when he was talking to Matt Barnes and and, and um, Stephen Jackson, he was talking. He, he wasn't even talking about the money. He just said he loved it. He just loved the game. Period. Like he was so obsessed with the game. Like Mm-mm. the money thing came later. Hell no. But Not he was also did. saying that he provided I, for his family. So that's that's the, great. He, <laughs> he loved the game. But you got to remember, as but we speak about getting yourself together. Being in a relationship, you have to learn to love yourself and you have to learn to put yourself. But also, being in a relationship, you have to make sure that you have to make sure that financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, that you are prepared for the journey that is that is coming. And also, mm-hmm. financially, you have to make sure that you're set up just in case you guys don't last or you guys ain't able to make it or whatever the case may be in our relationship. You can still pay your bills. You still good. You good. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, not everything's promised nor guaranteed, but you can guarantee your financial stability 100%. Mm-hmm. You can guarantee that because it's all on you. Now, I, if, you, if, if you choose to, 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 to not be as serious or to be more reliant on your significant other, when she leaves, you gotta, you got to really assess everything. Like, for me, this is what I do. I assess everything. This is why having two separate rooms is kind of is kind of good in a, in a way because you can look at your room and you can see, okay, what do I have that belongs to me at the end of the day? Like, I can look around and say, damn, I got a lot of shit in this room. I got a lot of shit in the living room. I got a car. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got that. I'm in school. I work. Mm-hmm. I got hair. I got a bed. I got, I, I got a couple of things here that belongs to me. <laughs> just in case something don't happen, just in case something happens, you know what I'm saying? Just in case something happens and we not together and whatever the case may be, like, look, I'm still good. Think about mm-hmm. if you guys were sharing a car and that was her car. Y'all break up. Mm. Get you. You're walking now, ain't you? You're taking <laughs> a bus, ain't you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't watch TV because the TV's hers. The cable, it's hers. The internet, it's hers. The phone that you mm-hmm. got, she's paying for it. Your phone's off. Who you calling? <laughs> Nobody. You see what I'm saying? Like, man, like you got to really, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make sure mm-hmm. you got something oh. that belongs to you. You pay for it. You got that. It's you. I, I hear you. I, I, like I said, I, I hear you right there. I'm just talking about <laughs> fatherhood and only fatherhood. I just don't agree with the excuses. I'm just not with it. I've just never yeah, been a big, fan of it. I'm you're big, big on, on the fatherhood. You're I'm big, big on the on fatherhood. I, I mean, I you saw it. You saw the shit I, rise, man. I, 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 like, like I said, <laughs> 100%, I agree with you. He should have been involved in his kid's life because his kids were innocent when they were first born. They were just brought into the world based off you and this other woman's interaction. So the kid mm-hmm. was the, the kid came into this world. So you got to take care of the kid regardless of whatever is going on. That's it. Mm-hmm. So right. you got to take care of the kid. So if you got to take care of the kid, take care of the kid. Now taking care of the 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 the, the mother in law, you got to make sure she's in an environment where your kid is able to excel in. So in a sense, you have to make sure that. The month that the month that the mother, the baby mom, is in a financial, mental, spiritual, physical 
heart of a, of a, 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 a is, is is in a and is, is in a, and is in a good situation because she can influence your child just as well as you as as you can because let's say you living in a in a million dollar house with great teachers and a chef and all these different things and she's living in broke broke mountain trying just barely getting ends meet living on on baked beans and all these different canned goods and your kids struggling and walking down the street there's a whole bunch of gunfire you know what I'm saying like Mm-hmm. You you can't have it. Right. You gotta put. You gotta make sure yeah. you take care. You gotta take care of that situation too. So. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I definitely hear all the points that you're saying. Uh, just yeah, man. I really on this podcast, bro. I really just really really promote uh fatherhood. Yeah. That because yo that shit is just so important. Like, cause me and my wife, we we always talk about it. She says, babe, when we make it, just don't forget about me. I won't forget about you. We always spend time with our kids. We're not chasing money, and we don't make the money our kids. We make sure our kids are still our kids. And that's just something that we, we talk about because we're holding each other accountable. I don't want to be one of those guys. I have all these dreams, and then I go after the dreams. My daughter wants me to play with her for 30 minutes, and I'm talking about I don't have, any, I don't have enough energy, but I had enough energy to chase all that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've got to be very, very careful. That's all I'm saying because when he said that his kids wanted him to take them to Six Flags, and he was practicing, and then after that, he gonna stay extra. But he knew damn well his kids wanted to still see him. But now I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give my career even more. But your kids wanted to go with you, bro. They wanted to hang out with you. And then they asked him, so can we go, Daddy? Oh no, I ain't got enough energy. I'm tired. I'm tired. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's. I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't know, man. I, I just. That's if, if there's a calling on my life, it's definitely the whole fatherhood thing. I hold men accountable. I don't want to hear no excuse. If you didn't make an excuse to get after that dream, don't make an excuse to be a father because you only get a chance to do it once. If you fail once, you might not get a second chance. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man. But, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's definitely good. We, we, definitely covered, um, we definitely covered a lot about the, uh, about the whole transitioning. I felt I, I felt I felt like we still could have discussed a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think of of a couple of things that that could possibly go, but I think we need another perspective, man. Like, if we had a mm-hmm. female on here, I think I think that that perspective would have been better. Yeah. To hear from uh-huh. a female side would have been good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, man, man, we well, I'm I'm looking to see who a good female guest would be. <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm yeah. thinking about stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. See. That has the time, but, you know, I'm thinking about doing that at some point, you know. Maybe we all have our girls on, all of our girlfriends and whatnot, and and, and we all in on the topic, and, we and shoot, it'll, it'll be a good episode. Yeah, but the whole, like, if anybody ever gets in your girl head talking about the, you shacking, you, you living in sin, and it's just so crazy because the only reason why shacking just became a big deal was because a white person couldn't believe that their own child was doing that. And now all of a sudden, black people can't do it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is how much control they have over us mentally. <laughs> like, Crazy. just think about that. Just think about that. You know, you're just like, okay, where do these words come from? Like, who made this? Somebody's got to make a word. There's always a founder. There really always is. a founder. We got to go do the research. We got to go do the research, man. But, yeah, Joe, we definitely uh, uh, covered a lot. Um, if there's going to be another part to this episode, then there, then there will. 
But yeah, man, I know that we sh- we uh you got some something to do at one thirty. Don't want to cut you. I don't want to make you late. So yeah, dog, definitely appreciate you uh getting on here. And I know the fans do too. Appreciate them all listening. Any final love, thoughts before love, you dip love. out? Um, just love, peace, and happiness. You guys, you know, focus on everything. Make sure that you're putting forth the maximum effort to whatever that is that that's in your craft. And God bless and stay focused. Stay focused. Stay humble. Yep. Hell yeah, everybody. Sorry that we came on Friday, but we just had some scheduling conflicts. But we still gonna come through because we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. Y'all all take it easy. All y'all have a good weekend. Enjoy it. Still have some fun. Invest in yourself throughout this whole uh, virus crap. Still live life to the fullest. All right, y'all. Mahalo to y'all next week. Take it easy, Joe. Yes, sir. Yep.